Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. What is up, guys? Thanks for listening slash watching to another Jaguars United live show. I'm joined here with Joey. And Joey, I think this is history in the making. We started right at 10 o'clock. Yes, we did. Can you believe it? I mean, the Jags stepped up their game, so I figured I'd step up my game and actually get here early <laughs> so we'd be on time. Well, we're here starting at 10 o'clock. We always promote starting at 10 o'clock on Monday nights, and here we are on a Monday. So do not ever expect that to happen. Again, no, it's probably, probably a one-time yeah, thing. One-time thing. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube channel, thank you so much for being here. If you are listening to the podcast after the fact, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We record these podcasts live. We have a good time with all the people in the chat, with all the Jags fans. Uh, we're all about the Jags fans getting their voice heard. So you write comments, you write your opinions, everything. And then we talk about it. We say it and all those things. Um, had a great show last week. Jags won. We had kind of came in riding high. We've been posting some video highlights on the Twitter. That's at Jaguars underscore United. Make sure to check that out. Check it out and share and comment. Do all that stuff. All that stuff. You can get this sweet T-shirt that I have on at our website, JagsUnited.com. I'm expecting more people to be on the uh, tank for Tampa at this point. You know, tank tops for Tampa. It's going to happen. I'm not breaking the mojo, man. Like, I would wear the same soccer socks for like eight games in a row if we were winning. And like, they would stand up on their own. Did you do anything the same last week that you did week one, like as, as far as viewing or the no, Jaguars? No, yes, I did. I'm listening to everything on the radio at this point. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not breaking that mold. Like <laughs> I had buddies say, "Hey, come meet me at Dick's Wings." I'm like, "I'm not doing it." I, can't, you, I listened to the first game on the radio. I'm listening to all the games on the radio. <laughs> I'll watch like the footage afterwards, but I'm I'm very superstitious when it comes to sports. I watched the game at my house, and last week I went to a friendly establishment for the fourth quarter. I didn't do that this week, and we didn't win. So I kind of feel like it's my fault. It's totally your fault. But it was a situation outside of my control. Nonetheless, the Jags sit at 1-1. One and one. Not horrible. Um, the, the thing that keeps giving me reservation, and maybe you can like talk me off this, is like every year we seem to start off like decent. Yeah, we had like what, four and one, and then we won six games. Yeah, uh, we start two and two, three and one. You know, we usually start well. We start the season well. Is this just another example of us starting the season well, or are we actually different? No, I, I will talk you off that ledge right. very easily because I went into the season not buying into the Jags, not letting the Jags like trick me again. I even picked them to like win this week and you know like a survivor pool type thing and. Dude, yeah, we lost. But, dude, Titans almost went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. Titans were the 
eighth ranked team in the ESPN Power Bowl, Power Bowl, Power Bowl going into that game. The Jags are different. I mean, we were down 14 points. I didn't think they were going to lose. I've never thought that in 10 seasons that we could come back from a 14 point like start. We're down 14 points again at halftime. Still didn't think they were going to lose. Our offense is an actual offense at this point. We've come into what, 2016? Yeah. I mean, finally? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it looks like it. It's a different team. I mean, we might only win five or six games, but we're going to be in every single game because of Minshew and because we got a lot of good young guys and a lot of speed, a lot of talent. They're, they're just playing hard, man. They're playing because they like football. So, yeah, no, it, it's, it's a different team. D2 says hi. What up, D2? Zach Becker says, we're out here on time, homies. That's what I'm talking about. Bam. We're out here on time. You know, we respect you guys enough to, to start one show on time. One. Christian Peregrine says, Nody gang. I don't so, know I'm sure what that means. Hmm. Antonio McDomick says, great game for the offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, how about freaking LaVisca Chenault, dude? Is he like uh, – I, I might buy a Chenault jersey. Like, in, like he's in, – Instantly my favorite Jaguar. He's Instantly. Made, he's all over the place. Dude, the, he runs with such aggressiveness. The way he just like barrels into defenders. I'm like, that's what I love in a, in a football player. There was, I mean, we, Joey and me talked about before the show started, there was a play when Minshew got outside the pocket, scrambled for like two or three yards and slid. And I couldn't help but think about like, dang, Bortles would have like stuck his head down. And I don't want Minshew to get hurt. Like, I'd, obviously, I'd rather you slide than get hurt. But man, a guy like Chenault running and like looking for contact on the sideline, I was like, let's freaking go lavisca he's not only looking for it like if he had his helmet off he would be smiling <laughs> yeah. he'd be like oh yeah yeah <laughs> about to light somebody up lavisca five carries 37 yards that's 7.4 yards per carry on only five it was like midway through the second quarter and i think we had like 17 carries for like 90 ish yards between the two of them between him and robinson and i'm like man that's like i'm trying to do the mouth of my head that's like five six seven and a half yards per carry yeah I'm looking at it now, and I'm trying to do quick math in my head between his rushes and receiving yards. He had eight touches, which averaged he averaged about nine and a half yards per touch. So the question is, is why did he only get eight touches? If he's averaging nine and a half yards per touch. Because we have an actual offensive coordinator. And he doesn't. And we have, like, six different guys getting touchdowns we have like true. everybody touching the ball people are wide open yeah like wide open for yeah, the first time nice. and i can remember i mean i don't think jay gruden's a good head coach i don't think anybody for the most part at this point outside of a select few can handle like the office of play calling abilities and head coach but jay gruden is a heck of an offensive coordinator man I, I didn't anticipate bringing this up so early but like we were on jay gruden and I'm, i want to get some of these comments because we appreciate you guys being here but I had the thought today, and you guys can tell me what you think. Like, would it surprise you if at the end of this season, like Jay Gruden, like got a head coaching job? Like, this is the type of candidate that gets a job. Yeah, it's it does. A guy who goes to a team that was like flailing historically, turns them around overnight, and then one year out the door, head coach somewhere else. I don't necessarily think he would take that though. I mean, in Cincy, he, he was. We didn't pay attention to it because it was Cincinnati. Like, really, nobody did. But their offenses were legit for the entire time he was there. He went to Washington, man, and he was not good. But I no one's good in Washington. Eh, no one's good. Steve enough. Spurrier wasn't good in Washington. Joe fair. Gibbs wasn't good in Washington. The list goes on and on and on of people that weren't good in Washington. Fair enough. But I think he is an elite offensive coordinator. I think he's an average head coach. Okay, that's fair. 
Brady Bauer says, hell yeah, folks. Let's go. Let's go, Brady. Let's go. Uh, Christian says, hyped for Thursday night football. I am too. And did I see they're wearing the teal tops? Are, are they wearing all teal? Someone texted me they're wearing all teal, but uh, teal, I can't. Teal with the white bottoms would be better. I, I, I heard from one source they're teal and black, and then I heard from one source teal on teal. I don't know who to believe. I'm sure y'all do because y'all stay way up more to date. Than I can't think of the last time they were all teal. I think they did once last year. Yeah. Um, maybe twice, actually. Charlie Boy says our defense looked horrible, but offense is looking awesome. That's true. What? Especially the first two plays, especially Andrew Wingard. Dude, make a play. Wingard was actually not in bad position. Yeah, he's in good position, but there's that's what we always say when we're evaluating defenders and defensive backs when we say they have ball skills. Like it, some people can get in good position and then they have the ball skills on top of that to make a play. CJ Henderson is a great example of that. Even the touchdown CJ Henderson gave up to Corey Davis, he made a play on the ball and a lesser receiver probably would have gotten the ball knocked out of his hands, but Corey Davis is pretty good. Okay. I would have to agree, except for the fact that Tannehill was Look, man, elite. Tannehill's, that guy was throwing darts. Dude, Tannehill's dude. not a bad quarterback. Tannehill's no, no, no. not a bad quarterback. He, he, I mean, dude, he was throwing like lasers. I know. And they were abusing us in that curl flat zone yeah. in the middle of the field where the linebackers were supposed to be in coverage. So, I mean, you know, coverage is what it is. But, I mean, when a quarterback's throwing that well, that on point, and with that much velocity, I mean, it's that's almost impossible to like guard against. So. Yeah. And he's making good reads, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We have, I'm trying to get to some of these. Jay Gruden is a blessing, says B-O-E-U-N-K show. I agree. He also says this team is good. Just imagine if Lambeau doesn't mess up that kick before the half. That shouldn't have been called in the first place, man. Yeah, I mean, that stuff's all weird, though, because, Stupid. I mean, like, yeah, he did Stupid. cost us three points Stupid. there. But if the game would have been different, the Titans would have probably played it differently. So, I mean. And he wouldn't so, miss that extra point if he wasn't thinking about that stupid maybe. power kick. I mean, don't even get me started on that, man. Why the heck do you call that with 10 seconds left in the game? Dude, kick it as far as you can. They're going to kneel it. They're not going to take a chance at that point. Yeah. Dumb, dumb play yeah. on. Mismanagement, if you ask me. Yeah. Antonio McDomick says y'all's voices should switch bodies. Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that before from us, Joey. So, like, I have a deep manly voice and Jason's got all the muscles? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? You know, most people really commend you on your voice. They say it's very soothing. That's, like, the most <laughs> common thing I get about your voice. That and uh, they say you sound like H. John Benjamin. I don't know who that is, but I'll take um, that as a Archer. Uh, ah, I love Archer. That guy, oh, H. John Benjamin, has fantastic. a van. I don't know if you ever saw that show or whatever. Nice. Archer's yeah. one of my favorites. Well, I am in sales, so, you know, my cadence. <laughs> yeah. Got some training. You do have some good cadence, Possibly. Joey. That's why you're the best podcaster of all time. If yeah, y'all didn't know that, apparently. that's why Joey has that. Jason does all the work. I just sit here and get the <laughs> accolades. Uh, Christian says, legit, the best offense I've seen in a long-ass time. I, I can, I can, I see that for sure. Um, Antonio says the game was a win for me compared to how I thought we were going to perform during the offseason. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Chanel is a beast, says B-O-E-U-N-K. Yeah. Nate says, remember they play the Dolphins next week without Byron Jones starting Nick New Newham at corner and three lucky rookie linemen. Can't talk to about the Dolphins or us? The Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> the okay. Dolphins. You know, <laughs> Joey and me, we, point. we talked about this earlier, like – the injury bug, we might have gotten that little Passover nod because oh, I don't want to jinx it, but like every other team in the league is like dealing with some serious stuff right now. And I mean, look at the 49ers. Oh my God. I mean, you got like four knees and an ankle. We deserve that though because that literally has been us the last like five years. Like dude. the first game every season, like the best player goes out for the year. That's why I'm not afraid to like jinx or reverse jinx or whatever anyone was going to say because 
if if that were in play, then karma would also have to be in play, and we've been the most injured team of all time. So yeah. we we're owed this year. We're so due. I have we no I have due. no issues with that. Like Linder goes out, looks like he's out for the year. And yeah, it's day minor. to day. It's minor. I love it. I love it. Um, Christian's good. What the naughty gang means is I have the notifications on. I didn't know that, Christian. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for being in the notifications gang or the naughty gang. So that means like when we start. Yeah, I appreciate that. Everyone should the notifications. You know, shout out to Christian. Hey, Christian, post some comments like how you actually accomplish that because we do have some listeners that <laughs> are a little bit older yeah. and are probably like, I, I just push the button, man. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, Zach Becker says, I'm going to the game on Thursday, and I think if Gardner throws for another three touchdowns, I have to get 15 tatted on my arm. Ooh. Is that like a bet you made? I would assume that Zach Becker probably has a bunch of tats already if he's willing to just Still throw that out there. Joe, you have some tattoos. I have, I, have, I have a few. Would you ever consider getting any type of football thing tattooed on you? No. At this point, if I would have, it would be like a gator tattoo of some sort. But no, I would not do that. Especially not a second year, six-round draft pick, Gardner Minshew. And if it was, it would be like the stash or like the headband on something maybe. Not not the number. Well, if he changes numbers, man? I mean, I, don't know what I mean, he would also be wearing Tebow's number. And I know that you're also oh, a Tebow fan. Yeah. So now you have a double entente there. Yeah. If that's the right word. I Maybe slept like a lot in English. And, I don't know. <laughs> um, moon illusions. What it up, is moon? Tendre, I think. I I, I just right. I throw stuff you're, out you're there. Close. This is what we do around here. We just throw words out there and just hope no one notices. It was close. Moon illusions says Gardner Minshew is an angel. Yes, he is. Moon was taken off uh, a back by our ten o'clock start time. He was. was moon is used to us starting at like yeah, ten forty-five. Like, whoa, 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 what happened? He's like, what is going? Yeah. Nate says no. Devontae Parker either. I like Devontae Parker too. That's sad to see. Yeah, I agree. He's a good player. Uh, Christian says also teal on teal on Thursday. We hope. What? Teal on teal on Thursday? Question mark? No. We hope. Brent Papineau. Who is Chenault like in this offense? Kareem Hunt, Emmanuel Sanders, early. (laughs) Emmanuel Sanders, don't get me started. I need one point. Oh, God. I need one point from Emmanuel Sanders tonight. Drops a screen pass on the opening drive. Brent, I've heard nothing but Emmanuel Sanders (laughs) for the past 45 (laughs) minutes, man. He's nothing like Emmanuel Sanders. Way better. Or we got a catch already. <laughs> yes. Combo wide receiver running back. I mean, why not be like a Christian McCaffrey? Why couldn't he be a Christian McCaffrey? I mean, he's not as shifty and fast, but he runs through you, so he gets the same result. Dude, we can actually run a reverse now as part of our actual offense, and it works. I know. Like, it's not like this, like, trick play, gimmick play you pull out, like, to try to get something. It works. I love seeing Chanel in the backfield. I just get so happy. I I had more emotions this game than I've had in a long time. Dude, the Jags, they're yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, they were so fun. They're fun again. I was up. I was down. I was out. We have I was in. Off, we have an offense that's like in modern day. Yeah. Like it actually is how you're supposed to play the game now. Yeah, our defense sucks. So what? I said it before yeah. the season started. I was like, the best case scenario this year is that we lose every game like 35 to 32. And that's pretty much what happened last week. I'm good with that. Yeah. And we're not going to lose every game because no. we're better than that at this point. Like, I legitimately think we have a chance to win every game because of how good our offense is. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. you hope so. I We've mean, got a shot, which I've never been able to say that ever. I, I love it. Antonio McDormick, McDomick, I'm sorry, says the plan is for Gruden to take over coaching next season. I thought that, man. I don't think that anymore. I think he's too good of an OC. I think, like, he's got to see that. Dude, pay him, like, head coaching money for an OC position. It happens. I mean, do yeah. that. Be like, listen, I know yeah. you want a head coaching job. How much? What's your number? 
It's, it's, it's a prestige good. thing, though. It's a status Dude, thing. Who cares, man? It's about the money. And these guys are competitive. They're hyper competitive. Oh yeah, take another job and like suck as head coach, I, and then like maybe not get another chance again. Those guys, they take that risk, man. Mm. Kev B, I think he agrees with you. He says Gruden would be dumb to leave Jacksonville for probably a terrible team needing a head coach because Jacksonville has a lot of good rookies, lots of picks, and a lot of cap space. Yeah, and all we have to do is fix our defense, which is not that hard to do with some good, yeah. a lot of draft picks. I posted this on our Twitter during the game, and I was tweeting some things during the game that you know i can know i can't now take credit for because in the moment i was all emotional and not thinking straight but one of the things i did tweet was the amount of players that the titans pay over six million dollars a year they paid 12 people over six million dollars a year the jags pay five people over over six million dollars a year so more than double they invest in that. I mean, obviously, six million is an arbitrary amount that I chose for this point, but it's still, still point, it's though. still valid. And in saying that, like, they invested in their team. They have money tied up in their team. Twenty twenty one Jags, twenty twenty two Jags, <laughs> could could have money. Time. I mean, like, they could have money tied up in players. Like, they could go out getting free agents. I mean, the Titans went out and got Clowney. Well, uh, think about that. That was the point I was going to make. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. If we'd gone out and got Clowney. We probably win that game. Clowney honestly was a non-factor in my opinion. Well, he I, was until the end. I don't think he played great. I think our offensive line. Did, I thought Jawan Taylor did a great job keeping him in check. Okay, well he was offsides in that one player when he was lining up, and that was a decisive play. If he was on our team, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, UCF Jaguar, what's up UCF? He says, "Let's get the W on Thursday." Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I'm really sad I can't go. I have to work until kind of late, which is okay. But, man, I've been hearing stories about these games being at 25% capacity and them just being, like, absolutely amazing. Yeah, everybody that went the first yeah. game said that it was the best Jags experience yeah. ever. Yeah, no lines, I mean, no you smelly, drunk just, people. Yeah. It's, it's probably great. go to the bathroom? I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm not waiting. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, we have to win Thursday, and we have to beat Cincinnati next week. Would anybody disagree with that? I think we, I think most people would say that we're going to. I, I mean, we're favored at this point yeah. on Thursday, which is kind of crazy. Um, Moon Illusions, thoughts on upcoming Dolphins game? Well, I think we're going to win. Um, I, I predicted a score um, on the Relevant app, which if you don't have the Relevant app, I just found this out today. It's Relevant without an A at the end, so R-E-L-E-V-N-T. It's an app. Very and edgy. I, Edgy. Yeah, yeah, very edgy. And I've actually created a Jaguars United channel. Hmm. So if you download the app, there is a Jaguars United channel that we can all chat in. So if you want to do it, do it. I'll be on there. Uh, it seems like it could be fun. It could fizzle out after like a week. but You give like a way better explanation to me as before we get started. Like <laughs> what exactly is the relevant app? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a chat app. Is Just that what for I told Jaguars you? games. Well, for any Jaguars fans, for anyone that joins the chat, they could talk. I mean, I don't know. I mean, 1010XL has one that's a local radio station here. I've noticed, like, Big Cat Country has one that's kind of not, not very popular. But, like, we have one. That's okay. all I'll say about that. Fair enough. Because we have one. Sorry I'm behind on the comments. I will, we'll, try to, we'll try to keep up. It's, it's literally our problem every week. We need a better – we need a producer. That can we do. Just, Once know, again, we've got it. no emails. <laughs> Anybody willing to intern as a producer for this? So that's on y'all. Yeah. That's on I, you. Hey, look, I, I write great recommendation letters. I do yeah. it all the time. I, I, can, I can make some oh, stuff Oh, my up. gosh, man. I, I, I'll answer my phone, and I will back it up. <laughs> You'll get that job. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's just jump in here on the comments again. If we miss it and it's a good comment, just type it again. Uh, Christian Peregrine says, what do you guys think about James Robinson? I mean, what can you? I mean, I mean, like, how did nobody draft that guy? 
I love that his nickname's Spinna. I love that. And I probably sound really nerdy saying it, but like... Is that like his rapper name? <laughs> Little Spinna. That's what it sounds like. But Little Spinna can call himself whatever he wants if he's going to rush for 16 carries, 102 yards. I mean, I guess the guy ran a 4-6 at the combine. So, like, nobody picked him up because all they care about speed. You put pads on, he's probably running a 4-5. Yeah. I mean, the way he looks. I mean, dude, the guy, like, just hits holes. He runs through arm tackles. He's got the jump cut. Which I love. I mean, we haven't yeah. seen that since like Fred Taylor, yeah, maybe like he's smooth. not as good as Fred Taylor, but he's got that jump cut, which is like, man, I love that. Yeah. I mean, dude, how's this guy not? I I, I don't see how the Jags have him. Like, I'm almost like, what's going to happen? Is he like got like bodies in his closet or something? <laughs> he's going to jail. I mean, like, there's got to be like some kind of like catch twenty two. Like James this, Robinson gets popped for HGH. Like, oh, so, it's something, okay, man. Like, I almost right. don't want to like that jump on the train because like, how do we have this guy undrafted? Yeah. With how good he is. Hey, Caldwell, you know, they don't call him Diamond Dave for nothing. <laughs> Shoot, you're going to the Caldwell They cards? don't call him Diamond uh, Dave for nothing. That's right, he's all got bodies I'm in his closet, say. guys. That's the only explanation. <laughs> Nate says Doug Marone is inspirational to the young guys and shows fight for this team. No way a lame duck coach. Okay. I agree. Doug I, Marone. I, I, like I like Doug Marone. Marone. I like Doug Marone, but uh, man. Yeah. I mean, hey, Minshew could save his job. Moon yeah. Illusion says Marone stock is rising in Khan's eyes. I don't think it was ever dropped in Consolidus or it wouldn't still be here. That squib kick call, though. Is that Marone? Or is yeah. That, or I is mean, that no. Didn't? No. That's a special teams call. That was Marone. Okay. Maybe the special teams coordinator was like, hey, Doug, what do you think about squibbing it here? And okay, Marone's well, probably like, thumbs then, up. Because that's not a normal thing, like the power kick. Like, No, it is. If he would, if the ball would have gotten past that first line, it would have been a great play. It was a horrible kick by Lambo. Yeah, well, I think he but slipped. Who does that, yeah. though, man? Like, how many times well, has Lambo kicked that kick? He well, isn't as a jag ever. I think the squib kick is is fairly popular, but it says has to be executed correctly. And well, I think Lambo just didn't execute it. He didn't. Which you. But why would you call that there? Because you guarantee the clock running out and them not getting a would single you, snap. Would, would you agree with that play call there? I wouldn't. Okay. Which is why I blame Marone. All right. Antonio, yeah. sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say also went for it on fourth and one and like. I'm cool with that. Well, okay. Well, that's the same kind of like ballsy call though. No. 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 Right. The squib kick's just like cheese. Okay. A fourth and one is like, we got this. We'll it's confidence. Like a, okay. All right. I'm not for cheese. All right. Back uh, to the comments. Yeah. I'm going to Sorry. Those. Sorry. Um, McDomick, one really good defensive tackle will change our whole defense. Yeah. Um, Jernigan had good moments. He had good moments. Uh, Gotsis had a good moment. Uh, tackle for loss. Pretty good one on Derrick Henry. But yeah, I mean, solid depth at that position, but not like a one true guy that's disruptive Taven was oh, Taven he is what he is I mean Taven actually got accolades from like everybody from yeah that. but that's literally Taven's MO dude Taven played better than it than he seemed okay I've heard that for three years so well you know at what? some point we held Derrick Henry under yeah yards okay for the first time okay in my lifetime yeah that's true that's true, but at what at what cost? Okay, I mean, I mean Tannehill went eighteen for twenty. Well, that's the whole thing, man. You shut Henry down, let Tannehill beat yeah. you, and he did. Yeah. That's not going to happen every time. Yeah. I'd rather that than Derrick Henry beat us. That's again. fair, and I'll take and I'll. I think you're right there. Nate Clowney, great run defender, but really average pass rusher. Yeah, he's well, kind of old and slow now. Know. Yeah. How are you guys feeling about those few bad calls and non calls the refs made? I mean, that pass interference on Jack was absolute. Rizap. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was garbage. And that was, that was kind of, I mean, it was, it was a major turn of momentum at that point. I mean, it, that was bad, but I'll say what everyone says. Every professional says, if you leave the game up to the exactly. refs, 
there's the chance they're going to screw you. It should never come down to one play. That's it is what it is. I mean, you don't want it, and it does happen because the NFL is very competitive, and both teams are out there trying to win. So there will be games that does come down to the wire. But if you do play a game that comes down to the wire, there is the probability that the refs will screw you. And it can go both ways. It can go both ways. We've seen it happen a bunch. it goes our way, everybody's like, hey, yeah. that's awesome. It doesn't so. seem to go our way very much, but it, it, it does. All right, I'm going to skip down on the comments again. If you had a good comment, make sure that you just type it again. Just copy-paste it. If you're listening to the podcast later, you've got to check out our YouTube live shows that we do on Monday nights. Um, we post our podcast to the Big Cat Country feed. There's a couple of different podcasts that post there. Um, so we're happy that we're on that feed. Well, there's feed. us, and then there's a couple others. Yeah, and, and there's a couple other podcasts that like are kind of being kind of cheesy and like re-uploading them after everyone else uploads them so that theirs is the first one. And oh, so it's really? a little sus. I'm not going to call anybody uh, out yet, but I may. I may soon. You should right uh, now. Maybe later in the show after a few more after of these break. uh, yeah, breaks, then uh, I may. All right. Um, let's see what we got here. Alternate, jumping into this conversation halfway through, says the Pats are overrated. Okay. I don't think they were rated at all this uh, year. Their quarterback is winning games at, on like a million-dollar salary. And so. I, well, I've got a great trivia question f- before the break oh. based on their quarterback. So that's oh. a fantastic segue okay. to that. So we'll get to that later. Okay. But. All right. Awesome. We'll take a break in like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, that works. Nate says, yeah, uh, Gerard is so underrated. Gerard Wilson, really solid coverage player. It would not have allowed some of those tanny touchdowns. Him being out. Oh, underrated. I'm sorry. He said Gerard is underrated. Yeah, underrated. Yeah, Him yeah. being out was huge. Yeah, I like Gerard Wilson. And he's what, four games at least? Yeah, I mean he's IR, so I think yeah, that I was think, one. So yeah, two more, and then yeah, that 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 hurts, and that that kind of goes back to us being like thin at every defensive yeah. position, man. I mean it, it's just gonna happen. That we're obviously offensive team is now. I mean, if Ronnie Harrison's back there, do we give no. up? No. What's up with Taven Bryan covering Johnny Smith on that last? I don't understand. Todd Wash, like, I'm the last one to blame coaches, but I mean, gosh, Todd Wash, what he, are you he doing? He doesn't dude? have much to work with, though, man. Yeah, you don't drop Taven Bryan into coverage covering the tight end. Taven Bryan is a physical specimen. <laughs> yeah, Jason, that's what he is. With upside physical, potential. But a lot of upside. He's a freaking nature, a in, the, he's a freaking nature in the weight room. Project player. Huge project player. Dude, you're his biggest fan. So I can't, can't wait till he comes wagon. to fruition. Yeah. Uh, Nate says Hayden is a liability. Get him the hell off the field. He's one of our best defensive players. He's played bad the last two games. He played really good last year. It's like you gotta, do you give him more time or do you give up on him? That's the you big can't question. Give up on him because he doesn't have any help. He's being exposed because there's nothing around him. Our secondary is garbage. He, well, I don't know. I mean, he's our he's losing guys in man coverage, dude. and that's what you can't do if you're a nickel corner. You cannot lose guys in man coverage. That's just like rule number one. He shouldn't be in man coverage. Well, it happens sometimes. Uh, Christian says for who Josiah Scott. I like Josiah Scott, but we'll Don't see. Don't know who he is, so <laughs> I'll go with Jason on that one. Bert DeFish says we should trade for Desmond King. I'd be surprised if we make any trades this year. So we're not. Yeah. Especially on defense. Yeah. I mean, I really think they're identifying How could they not be okay with their decisions at this point? I mean, right? Not okay with what? I mean, how could they not be okay with the decisions they've already made? Well, they're one and one, and... Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, if they wanted to make a run, they would make a trade, but I think they, well, they're they know not, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Moonlight says that wasn't designed by Wash. Um, I probably missed the comments there. What do you guys think from Antonio? Who do you guys think will win in a fight out of everyone in our offense? <laughs> I like Ooh, this question. That was a great question. That's a good question. 
Um, hmm. I think we should answer that after the break because I like to think about Give that. Give me some for a time to think, and we'll we'll hit that question. Because I'm my break. first. Yeah, I want, I want some time yeah. on that. I'm thinking offensive lineman right off the rip, but no. we'll see. Who's that fullback that dropped that pass? God. The guy was in jail for like two years, like Bruce Miller or whatever. Yeah, that guy, was, yeah. that guy was nasty. Brent Papineau, best things for us next year is the salary cap is lowered so much that we will be the best place for free agency. Young and upcoming team with the most money to spend could be a huge draw. There's gonna be a lot of teams in trouble next year. You're right. It's gonna be a lot of teams in trouble, and you got to think a lot of these owners are gonna be trying to recoup some of the money they lost from this season by not having fans, and they're gonna kind of compensate that on the salary cap. Yeah. So. Like if you're a team making a run this year that doesn't win, or even maybe wins, like your team's gonna look a lot different next year. Mm-hmm. You you can't afford for it not to be. So that's a great question. Yeah, Bert says you're spitting facts about Hayden. Hope so. Joanna Burke says I wish. Oh, message retracted right when I started reading it. Come Ooh. on, Joanna. Maybe it was a typo or something. Zach Becker, Joe Schobert was driving me insane. <laughs> Dude, Schobert's one of our best players. No, he was driving me crazy. Dude, he played really He was really so well. bad. No, he was not. Bro, here's what drives me crazy. Is he supposed to be the coverage guy? He's the coverage linebacker. He's the he's great, the best pass-defending linebacker. Can't cover he's a cold, not. apparently. He, he's, but he wasn't called to defend the pass. I mean, that's what he's He's known the for. biggest point of us defending the run this year. But he didn't really do that. He gets everybody either. lined up. He got, like, Miles Jackson, out of his no, shoes dude, by, no. like, I, I completely disagree with that. His job is to get everybody in position, communicate, and stop the run is what he's doing right now. Occasionally, he breaks up a pass. He's done phenomenal. He says there's lazy coverage in the middle of curl zones on third down. He's and old and slow. He's not old. He's like 26 or 27. With Coming off of like a major injury. No, he's, he was good. He's a good player. Uh, we, I mean, you we said he was garbage. Have, now you're saying he's good, Jason. What is it? Is he garbage or is he good? He's a good player, but he was making me mad because he's known for... Because our defense is garbage, but, man. But he can't cover for that much garbage. garbage. Okay, there were some plays where the pressure probably could have helped the coverage. but What pressure? Exactly. But there were some plays where Schobert legit was like lost out Dude, there. Dude, he can't drop back. All right. We, we got zero pass rush at all in two games. That's true. Allen hasn't showed up in two well, games. Well, I mean, Allen's been the some only d- player. A little bit of double. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's gotten some pressure and got a, a little sack bit. here and there. Chazon had a sack. Okay. But, but was, I mean, they didn't blitz very much. That's for sure. Like that's they, for sure. They, did, they played four down linemen, four guys going to the quarterback. I was yelling at the TV for them to blitz, and they finally blitzed, and Chazon got a sack, and I was like, what the heck are we doing? Right, so my question is then, how does a linebacker defend against the pass when we have no pass rush? Well, I mean, you would want a linebacker that you're paying $50 million to be able to drop into the curl zone in the middle of the field and defend a tight end, and he, like, not one time was able to like make a play on these routes that Tannehill was abusing us on these short curl routes that we just couldn't stop. And we were just dropping into zone back. And then Tannehill was just letting the defenders drop and just dumping it. So you think stopping Derrick Henry had nothing to do with that. That was obviously their number one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I, th- I think if you looked at their defensive like plan, it was stop Derrick Henry, stop Derrick Henry, stop Derrick yeah. Henry, and whatever else happens happens. Yeah, but we came on here and we talked about how the play action was going to destroy the Jags if they weren't careful. And they came out on the first play of the game, ran a play action and got like 50 yards to John U. Smith on the first play. I actually have that guy on my fantasy team. I had no idea who he was. (laughs) And I looked down, I was like 24 points. Who the hell is this guy? What position does he play? I was like, Oh, tight against the Jags. I literally picked him up like last minute. So that's uh, worked out well. I get it. But I, I think our defense is so thin and weak that they can't choose multiple things. It's like, we got to pick something. That's what we're doing this week. And, 
I think he's been pretty good overall. Yeah, and he's allowed so Miles Jack to go outside, which has been huge. Yeah, I mean Jack's been better out there, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly way better now. I think about it. Kev B says in regards to who would win in a fight on the offense, says Minshew would do a flying elbow drop from the top ring on everyone. Would it be that? Or would it be like the crane kick from like Karate Kid? Like he's been watching Cobra Kai and he's like, dude, I got this. Antonio Rivera says Jets are tanking for Trevor. Um, Joanna Burke says it was a spelling typo. I, I got you, Joanna. For sure. But then she goes on to say, or he, I'm not identifying anyone, says, I wish we still had Campbell. Think he would have gotten the quarterback or enabled others to get to the quarterback. I think everybody agrees. I think everyone wants Campbell back. But there was a part of me that saw Campbell's Twitter post where he's like, we're 2-0, let's do this. And you're like, you deserve that. He deserves to. He does. He He needs to go out. I mean, he's only got so many, like, snaps left. He needs to just go win a Super Bowl, retire, come back, live in Jacksonville, be the mayor. I agree. You know, be the next Tony Baselli around here. I agree. He'd be great on like radio. Oh my god! Talk about a voice. Oh man. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna scroll down here again. Uh, Brent Papineau in the offense Royal Rumble. Minshew may not win, but will be scrappy third or fourth place. Dude, Minshew would like be rallying guys to fight for him. Like that's what Minshew would be doing. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning. I kind. I think I have my answer now. Is it Chanel? No, it's not Chanel. And I'm and I'm I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for after. The you break. can't pick somebody in the offensive line though. That's weak. I am. I am. That's though. weak. Yeah, I know. Uh, Kev B said Schobert's up and down, but very down when he's bumbling around in coverage. Good uptick for a run linebacker, though. Not great. Okay, I'm gonna stop this right now. <laughs> Schobert was Jerry, one. Of, he he was not good. I didn't he say was he not was good. I didn't and say he was good. He got he got he got abused almost as bad as Wingard. Dude, All our right. our defense is garbage. We have a few highlights on our defense that are like well. I don't above think average. our defense is garbage. I think our defense is no, young. Our defense is garbage. Their defense is young. Okay, they're young and they're garbage. They're young outside of young. Schubert has like solidified the middle linebacker position good enough. We're not getting okay. Have we had a three hundred yard rushing game against us yet? How many games did we have last year like that without him? Yeah, but when you're paying only five guys over six million dollars, I don't and care how much you're paying him. One of them, you want him to be a top five player on your team, and he's like probably. Top I think he's the top five player on the defense. There's only 11 starters, and I honestly exactly. could probably argue that he's not. Dude, we're so better. I, I mean, and, and he may, like, he may, but remember, like, the Browns who loved him were I, like, we cannot match this contract. I like, don't even there's like There's absolutely him. no way he's warranting we this much money. We had to replace the middle linebacker position. That's, that's fine. And we did the best we could with somebody who's experienced on a young team, and he's obviously doing something at practice in the locker room, organizational wise, reading offense wise, something that's made us better than we would have been. So I don't care about the money. Yeah, he's not, he's not an elite middle linebacker. I mean, that's for sure. But he's, I care about the money. He's better than it was last year. That's true. Nate says, give the defense some time for him to gel. A lot of guys got replaced and need to learn to play together. Yeah, that's we true. We ain't gelling. Give him some Unless they got some like Dr. Scholes. They're Scholes young. They're young. They're young. Oh, yeah, next year. Max Hardwick hyphen Brown says that play where Taven dropped into coverage against a tight end seemed like a broken play by the D. Henry was completely wide open in the flat. That's true. I do remember seeing that. Henry was wide open. He could have just dropped it off to Henry and he could have walked in. So yeah, bad play. In that situation, you don't want to have a broken play when the game's on the line, but I guess it happens. Nate says Cam Robinson, after everyone bailed on him, has been freaking great. I don't think anybody bailed on him. Uh, everybody said he, he did not. 
I think people bailed on Dude, him. I, I agree with you, Nate. I think God. you're right. People were quick to turn on Cam Robinson. They turned on him, and the MO last year was that he was coming back from a knee injury, and that's why he was playing bad. And this year was his show year of whether he was actually a good left tackle or it was the injury. He's a good left tackle. We had Pen Penai Sewell pretty much all but drafted here in the offseason as our left tackle. Don't think so. <laughs> uh, Joanna Burke, oh, I hope he does win the Super Bowl. He is so great. Man, Joanna, I like that you like Campbell. I do too. I'm a huge Campbell fan. Yeah, I mean, how can you not be? Yeah, that's true. I don't think anybody's not. The guy's awesome. Zach Becker, I'd take D.D. Oh, gosh, D.D. Westbrook, because he'd sit at the sit out of the fight until the last guy's left. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. I didn't know where you were going with that, but I like no, that, that, Zach. Turned out I well. like that. Moon Illusions, it's not garbage. Rundy is solid, and Henderson Jones are solid. Okay? I, I agree. Moon, I'm with you, Moon. Antonio, our linebackers were the only group really good on our defense this week. Yeah. They were good against the run, but I think they were pretty poor against the pass. I mean, almost, no pass rush. Yeah, but I mean, that's Dude, a slippery no, slope. What? It's a slippery slope. Oh, you start man. you start blaming the pass rush for bad coverage. I'm just saying, like you can, but Tannehill had like seven Mississippis on every play. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get freaking well, open. Well, blitz. Man. Why weren't we blitzing? Why were we playing this like flag football defense every every? Because we have no secondary whatsoever. Okay, so maybe I mean. Whatever. AstroSurf <laughs> says it's a nice change to have a quarterback to have you in position to win at the end of games. Absolutely. I think that's the most exciting thing Dude, about this team. He's efficient. He gets the ball off quickly. He's accurate. He's a he rallies the people around him. He's a captain, man. Second year in the league. I agree. Awesome. I uh was banging the Minshew drum all off season. Who wasn't, dude? And there's a lot of people that weren't and that were like, oh, I mean, I could, I mean, I screenshotted so many tweets of prominent, prominent people okay. that were like, oh, Minshew really isn't that good. He's all garbage time. He couldn't do it early. He's late. And, and, you know, and I was like, okay, well, we'll see about that. Glad to see they're proven wrong. He still isn't proving to do it early, though. The slow starts are still a concern. No, it was like twenty-one to seven in the second quarter, and he let a drive down and scored, no. make it fourteen twenty-one. I mean, he Dude, literally early. answered. He never got more than fourteen points behind. Answered every single drive with a touchdown, and then had a chance to win it at the end of the game. So you and think he comes out leading the team hot from the start the past two games? I don't think he came out leading the. I mean, in the first game he did. I mean, he only had one incompletion, so he was hot the entire game. He was game, super slow and weak. The game two, game. we had a drop pass by the fullback. Who, Dude, he was floating balls, why man. Why are we throwing it to the fullback in the first place? We um, had a couple of bad spacing routes where the receivers were, like, too close together, so people were, like, trying to catch the ball that the ball wasn't intended to get to. He might have had a couple missed throws where he floated the ball, but – the dude was no worse. I mean, you got guys out there like Sam Darnold who are out there horrible. You got you have freaking what Jeff Driscoll out there playing. Minshew is way better than these guys. All right, I knew that'd fire you up. So yeah, that's why I sorry. said that. Sorry. Um, do, uh, Jags for life three oh seven says, "Do y'all like Wingard?" Personally, I thought he played well. Just the two touchdowns on him were great efforts by Tannehill and the receivers. I'll take this one because I commented on before we started talking. I think Wingard is playing. He's way out of his league. But that's not his fault. That's all we got. I think his coverage was like really good on those first couple of plays. I went back and watched the tape. I mean, he was there. Tannehill was throwing lasers, man. I mean, he was. I don't know. Like, he could have done more. He could have been more in position. He could have put his hands up on that second one. But I don't know if somebody better would have 
stop that either way because Tannehill put it in like a spot that nobody yeah. could like touch it. I mean, it was just. I mean, Eifert had a similar catch in the end zone in the first yeah. quarter that Minshew put on a laser that only Eifert could only get to he it. could catch it. So I don't know, man. I mean, that's that's a tough call because <sighs> Tannehill played really well. Uh, Antonio McDomick says. Minshew losing 20 yards instead of throwing the ball away is what lost us the game for me. That was a bad we sack. We would have taken the lead. That was a bad sack. Yeah, but here's what I always and here's what I said about that in the moment is Minshew is an improvisational quarterback. He makes plays and more importantly, he wins games because of his ability to extend plays. We saw it in Denver last year especially. So you got to take the good with the bad, is what you got to. I mean, that's gonna happen with a guy like that. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I, me too. And like, you want him to be like perfect, where he improvs when he can and he throws it away when he can't. But the reality is, is if that's your style and that's kind of your mo, you're gonna have plays like that. Like, it's just you're going to. It kind of reminds me of watching Brett Favre. Like, not the same quarterback, but like Brett Favre's gonna like win games for you. But then he's gonna like run and do some shovel pass like crap that's an intercepted for a pick six, and you're like, what the heck? But yeah. do you want Brett Favre on your team? Heck yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Zach Becker says sold my Nick Foles jersey, and as I'm selling it, the guy tells me he's wearing it for a car dealership commercial. Saw the commercial and felt like trash hooking up the guy with that. Of all jerseys. First of all, like we need more info on what the commercial was about. Second of all, yes. how much did you get for the jersey? Yes. Both questions. Those are valid. I need answered from you, Zach. <laughs> that's okay. a great post. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get that you feel bad, and you should feel bad, okay? Well, you I want should. to know how bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you got like 100 bucks, man, yeah, I don't feel bad at all. Bad or yeah. 10 bucks bad or how bad? <laughs> Uh, Nate says, I agree. Really should have a quality free safety backup with how important it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our safety position is pretty thin. I have no faith in our safety position at all. I like our depth almost everywhere besides uh, secondary, which I like our starters when they're healthy, but yeah, no depth. I'm, I'm, I, I know people like Josh Jones and I'm willing to like him, but I'm not sold on him yet. I mean, he's, Seems to be in the right position a lot, and he has a nose for the football, which I'm a big fan of, that type of player. But uh, nothing has really stood out to me as like, okay, this guy's the guy. He played against the Titans, right? <laughs> okay, because like the first game, he was all over the place. I didn't hear his name at all against the yeah. Titans. So, I mean, that's kind of what it is with a young, like, unproven player. I mean, you're going to get ups and downs. Uh, Zach Becker said, I got 30 bucks. I couldn't believe it, and it was Gary Yeoman's Ford commercial. Hmm. Right. So we'll have to look that up then. You don't want to like sell somebody out that he, gave you thirty. Bucks. There's a lot of people that are like huge Foles fans. Like I still know people that like love Nick Foles. I mean, he's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, people really love his character. People that are into the character of the athletes, I wanted, really liked Nick. Foles. I wanted him to do well here. He did not. I could take. Him I got another question though, man. Like, how did you even have the opportunity to sell a jersey for a car commercial? Like, this is the most interesting <laughs> yeah, story. Of, you got a hook up there, Zach, that we yeah. didn't know about. All right, well, I feel like this is a good time for a break. We're actually past our break time, so we're going to have to throw in a random commercial on the podcast. We apologize for that. Uh, but you know what? Just get through it, you know? We're going to put another ad in here on the podcast. If you're watching the live show, we're going to take a two-minute break. We appreciate you guys being in the uh, comments, watching and, and talking with us live. We love talking to you guys about the game. It's like the best part. Like when I'm watching the game, I'm like, I cannot wait to like talk with other Jags fans about the game. So 
This is the best part of the week for me. I appreciate it from the bottom bottom of my heart. We're going to take a quick break because I knock over my microphone. While he fixes that, I do have my trivia question. <laughs> oh, oh okay, okay. Back from the break because Jason obviously forgot that tease earlier, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let them have that. So how many starting quarterbacks this past week were paid more money? I'm sorry. How many non-starting quarterbacks this past week were paid more money than Cam Newton? That's it. Pretty simple, right? How many non-starting quarterbacks were paid more than Cam Newton? Yes. It's shocking. I will guess. Well, it's after the break. Oh. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we'll guess when we come back. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, Give us a minute, and we'll be right back. All right, and welcome back. Thank you guys so much that have been hanging out in the chat. We appreciate you guys being here. Um, If you haven't yet followed us on Twitter, we are at Jaguars underscore United. Instagram, Jaguars United underscore. I've actually stepped up my Instagram game, Joey. Like more than before? I am posting at least once a week. So I'm trying to get there. Follow us on Instagram. We'll get that going. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe so you get a notification when we go live. We do random shows all throughout the week. Make sure you go to the website, jagsunited.com. Now that we got uh, that all out of the way, Joey, pose us the question one more time on the break. Uh, Brent Papano says, "Smash the like, smash it, smash that like button." Yeah, smash the sub on like YouTube. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that, that that's that's what we want what we as much see. as anything. Yeah. So, all right. So tell us, Joey, the question one more time. The question was, how many non-starting quarterbacks are paid more than Cam Newton? I'm a guess five. And I know that's not a lot. I mean, ne- I, never mind. That's a horrible guess. Cam Newton's getting a million dollars. Okay. Non-starters. I mean, actually, I mean, yeah, I'm going to say five. I'm going to stick with five. That's a horrible guess, Jason. All right, sorry. How many is it? Are any of the comments like before I say we anything? We have 13. We have Ooh. 11. From Somebody, ant- somebody's been done, doing some Googling. Brent Papano says six. Six is horrible. So, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to tell because I, I think maybe a couple of these guys started this week due to injuries, but it's 12 from the best of my capabilities. And listen to some of these names. Andy Dalton, Blaine Gabbert, Brett Hundley. I don't even know who that guy is. Yeah. Colt McCoy, Jeff Driscoll, which I think he started this week. Yeah, he did. Okay. Uh, Chase Daniel. Yeah, from Missouri. Uh, Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Yeah. Not starting. AJ McCarron, not starting. Chad Henney, not starting. Chad Henney does not get paid more than I cannot believe Matt that. Matt Schaub, not starting. Matt Barkley and Nathan Peterman, who was, I think, the worst quarter I know he's from here, worst quarterback in the league last year. I think half those quarterbacks are like not on rosters. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, Chad, Henney? like is Chad Henney on a roster? He's the backup at uh Baltimore, isn't he or Casey, I don't think Chad on a roster. He's the backup at KC. And I and then I, I know anyway, nothing about football. Point being is Cam Newton had what four hundred fifty all purpose yards last week, so kind of crazy. Uh, Moon illusions, you were close, and yeah, he is on the Chiefs. That's crazy. Yeah, wow, and I knew that. Jason. Thirty-five year not. old Chad Henney, best backup of all time, better than Cody Kessler. <laughs> Quick release Kessler. Quick release Kessler. I don't know about that, Joey. Um, we got some guesses. Brett E says twelve. Joanna said seventeen. Moon Illusions, yeah, thirteen is close enough. Yeah, I mean, the fact I, it's in double digits is insane. When I was thinking non-starters, I wasn't thinking like like Brett beat, Hunley exactly. Like yeah, journeyman like practice yeah. squad backup to first team. Yeah, but I guess if I think about it, I mean, Cam is getting paid literally nothing. Nothing, million dollars, which is I mean life changing for us. But 
Nothing for them. That's, you don't make a million dollars a year, Joey? No. You're on the wrong podcast then. It's true. Nate says Pats, Titans, Falcons, and Cowboys gave up 30, and the Jags have a bad defense after one game. After one game? Oh, I've given up we, 30. I think we've played two games. But we didn't give up 30 last we week. We gave up 20-ish. Yeah, for sure. Um, Dude, we have a bad defense. Is that in the, is that like in question? I don't think the defense is bad. The defense is young. Mm. I think you're going to see a lot of these same guys I'm that you're s- calling bad on a defense in 2021 that's considered good. Oh, we're talking about now. I'm not talking about next year. I'm not saying these guys can't be good. I'm saying we have a bad defense this year. I think I agree with some of the other comments that they've been saying. Give them some time to gel. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we're going to lose we, on we, defense. We're, we're going to have to. Fig- well, our offense is good. It's better than our defense. Yes. I mean, I think that's goes without saying. But you got to think. I mean, we lost Ronnie Harrison. We Trey Herndon hasn't been playing well at all. You have T.J. Henderson is in his second career game without a preseason. You got to give him just a little bit of time. Schobert and Jack are figuring things out. I thought Leon Jacobs played pretty well. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Joey, I do want, I'm glad that I thought of this because I do want to get your opinion on this. There's no secret that the injury bug has gone around. And we had talked about in the first segment about how the Jags are just lucky right now. Fair. Because we're usually the team that gets the injury bug. Do you think that not having preseason and not having like a full training camp has caused some of these injuries or do you think it's just kind of fluky? Well, I mean, that's a great question. Your expertise is like way more valuable on this, but I mean, it, it's been kind of, I've thought about it. It's been kind of interesting because it's like, usually we see like the soft tissue stuff, like hamstrings, quads, like stuff like that. Backs maybe like, or core, like muscle strains. Dude, we're seeing nothing but like joint injuries at this point. I mean, San Francisco, you got Bosa knee, you got Garoppolo, ankle, like three other starters, knees. You have Saquon Barkley, ACL. You have Christian McCaffrey out for three to four weeks. And all of these are like joint related. I mean, whether they're cutting, whether it's somebody falling on them. I mean, my question is maybe they did their job in the offseason as far as like lifting weights and like running, staying in shape, but they didn't do the stretching stuff. They didn't do the stuff with the trainers and the physical therapy people in the hot tub and the like all that. I mean, that that's kind of outside of my realm, but that kind of seems like what it is. Do you remember when Coughlin <laughs> I'm asking, do you remember? Like, it's like it's literally, it literally happened like months yeah. ago. Do you remember when Coughlin got a bunch of flack because he was fining players for not going to team physicians, yeah. team doctors and team trainers? I did. I wonder if, There's something about the players not being around the facility and the sports team doctors because the Jags sports team doctors are like some of the best doctors in the Jacksonville area. And if you're from here, then you kind of know that. Well, I mean, Jason, you played sports. I mean, I didn't play at the level of pro, but I played in college and like I would not miss the weight room. I would not miss my five mile runs. I would not miss my, you know, speed training, but I'm not stretching before and after that stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to the sauna, going to the hot tub. I'm not icing. Yeah. I'm not doing any of that on my own because I'm 21 years old and, you know, Superman. Yeah. So I absolutely think that has a huge impact. You have to have those people telling you, okay, yeah, you did all the stuff you're supposed to that you know you're supposed to, but here's what you need to do to recover from that so you can do it again tomorrow. 
I think that's a good point. And if you think about getting in the cold tub, that sucks. You're never going to do that unless no. the training staff is like, you guys need to get and, in the cold and, tub. And then it's like a fight. <laughs> yeah. And then that you're like, sucks. oh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting. And I've tried to wrap my brain around this because I'm a – I'm a very statistic person. I love statistics. I don't know why I've just naturally been drawn to probability and randomness. It's 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 totally weird. I get well, it. Numbers don't lie. That you can make them lie. Right. Exactly. Like, you know, num- numbers so, add up. I'm the first one to be like, well, let's not let's not draw a correlation. Well, like a correlation's sam- not causation. It's a small sample size. Exactly. So look, injuries happen, man. If you're a Jags fan, you're the first one to know that injuries happen, man. You cannot. Be a Jags fan and not even talk about. I mean, we know injuries more than anybody. Dante Fowler getting hurt in like his first practice. Allen Robinson. Yeah, it's like Nick Foles. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. So, at the same time, though, like this is a weird year, and it, and I think the issue was that it was so many high profile people. Yeah. Like like you said, Saquon, McCaffrey, Garoppolo, Bosa, like guys that are like high profile, and it's kind of like with the concussion thing. It was happening a lot, but then when high-profile people started getting like this CTE, then all of a sudden people were like, oh, maybe this is something to this, right? Yeah. And I think that's what's strong attention to it. But these guys are also not injury-prone. I mean, these aren't the guys that get that's hurt true. every year. Yeah. And these are like weight room warriors, man. Like yeah. Bosa. Like Bosa is like... <laughs> McCaffrey? They run through this wall yeah, exactly. to do like a deadlift. I mean, yeah. so I just hope it doesn't continue, man, yeah. honestly, because we're Seriously. just looking at some of the best players, best young players in the game. That are out for the year. Yeah, I hate to see it. Yeah. Antonio McDomick says, y'all didn't answer the fight question. Man, we didn't, man. That's a tough call on offense because, I mean. I have my answer, and I have it ready to go, and I was kind of on the fence about it when you first asked, and now I know. And the question was, on the Jaguars offense, who would you take in a fight to win like a death match or whatever the, the wording was? So Joey, I want to hear yours before I answer mine. I really don't. I don't have one. I you mean, have to. I mean, okay. Go through the Joey, office, Go through the offensive line for me. Like left tackle is Cam, Cam Robinson. Robinson. You got Andrew Norwell. Who filled in for Linder? Shatley. I'm gonna go with Shatley because that guy looks like he would eat your children before he got like the second meal. Honestly, T Shat sixty nine. That's his nickname. Was up there on my list. He was. He. he yeah. He I was, think probably two or three. I wouldn't want to meet him in dark yeah. alley. That's my dad, says Bruce Miller. He's also on my list, okay. top three. But my number one offensive player that's winning in a fight is A.J. Cant. Uh, that dude is thick, and he is he's been, solid. He's been around for like ever. And he is fighting for his job. He's like, you can't he cut me. He is a, a fighter. You cannot get rid of this uh, guy. That's a good call. Yeah, I mean. Every year, he's like, you can't cut me. Yeah, no. like, all right, you're back on the team. Yeah, every year you think <laughs> AJ Can's like gone and done, and nope, here comes AJ Can, like bullying you. AJ Can is the winner. Zach Becker says Ben Barch. I like that. Um, I give him some years. Christian Peregrine says Cam Robinson. No Cam way, Robinson, dude. Cam Robinson has a little bit of like a. I think I could kick Cam in the knee, no, and he'd fall no, down. No, Cam has that that that. Um, I don't want to say like the wrong word, but like he has that like edge to him that makes you think that like I wouldn't want to catch this guy in like a dark well, alley. I mean, any of the trench guys, man. If they yeah, get a, but if they get a paw on you. You're yeah, done. that's true. That's true. Um, Moon Illusion says Eifert, which wow. I mean, on a golf course, yeah, I wouldn't want to. 
Come on, man. We're, we're, we're not talking about course. a like disagreement at the country club over <laughs> we <have> about tipping <laughs> the cart guy. Fast yeah. Enough. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tony McDonald says my answer was Tyler Sh- or Tyler Shatley too. Yeah, yeah, Shatley's good too. Didn't you preach the front office didn't surround Minshew with enough receivers? Yes. Can I address the receivers thing? Because I'm getting a lot of flack for this. Okay. First of all, just so that you guys all know, my main point about the wide receivers was that D.D. Westbrook was trash and that he was being very overrated by people. I was not wrong about that. Okay. Never. I had no faith in D.D. Westbrook not being activated. They're going to activate him on Thursday for punt returns. Just saying. LaVisca Chenault. I have been a huge LaVisca Chenault fan, and I will still say this. His thing is, can he stay healthy? He's played two games. Let's see him stay healthy. I'm in no way betting against him, but let's see him stay healthy for an entire season. He plays a very aggressive style of football, which doesn't bode well for NFL players staying healthy. It doesn't. Is all I'm saying. What about Chris Conley? You said he was garbage. I don't like Chris Conley. Okay, he's the only guy. He's the only guy that I that I may have missed the mark on. But can I bring up Keelan Cole, who I've been the biggest Keelan Cole fan. He has. I have I, been the biggest Keelan I'll Cole fan that. for years. When everyone's written off Keelan Cole, I'm sitting here going, don't give up on Keelan Cole quite yet. I'd given up on Keelan Cole. He was absolute trash last year. Like as bad yes. as a wide receiver could be. Amazed he didn't get cut. And the dude looks like a pro bowler. So DJ Chark, I feel like is is of course. is exceeding expectations, which we he's all knew. A, he's he's a, a legit number one. I w- I would say Conley was the one I missed the mark on, and I'm not willing to cede the point that he's good yet. But he, I'm just saying, I'm he, not willing to say that yet. He's in the right place at the right time. Yes, he and he's got catching a bunch the of young ball. guys. He's yeah. the one like, and he and he catches everything that's thrown to him. So yeah, and he's not exactly. Yeah, I, I'm I'm happy. Look, Dude, I'm we, happy we, to be wrong about the wide receivers. Have, we do have like so many threats. We do, and I have been very excited about our receivers. And look, I'll be the f- I'm, I'm not, I'm not prideful. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I would, was not expecting our receiving core to be good because I didn't feel like the Jags brought in enough talent around Minshew. But in Jason's defense, honestly, when was the last time we had a consistently accurate quarterback that could get the ball off quickly? Brunel. Yeah, exactly. And I think Minshew is the answer. I just. I wasn't sold on Eifert because Eifert didn't show much. In, uh, CJ Uzuma, another guy who's out for the year. Yeah. Great tight end in Cincinnati. I wasn't sold on him as a starting receiver or as a starting tight end because he wasn't a starting tight end in Cincinnati. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I will say Keelan Cole has surpassed my expectations. DJ Chark has surpassed my expectations. And so far, LaVisca Chenault has surpassed. So I, I don't I'm okay be- to admit it. I don't defend you much, but, I mean, honestly, it's not just that, dude. Our offensive line is yes. actually blocking. Yes, yes. Like, Thank Minshew you. is staying in the pocket when he wouldn't have before and getting plays off. I mean, we've got an offensive coordinator that you don't know what he's going to do. You don't know what he's going to do ever. I mean, almost. Like, it's not the same play over and over again. He's spreading the ball out amongst, like, everybody. It's a combination of things. But, yeah, we've got some young, good talent at wide receiver. I'm pumped. Yeah. Max Hardwick-Brown says, Clay Brooks as the nickel corner and DD returning kicks. I'm a little skeptic of Clay Brooks right now. I don't really want him around in football right now. And I'm willing to get over it eventually. Can you explain to me why that is? Because I don't he know who that had is. A whore, he had, so he muffed a punt, and then he muffed a second punt that went out of bounds. Dude, Didi is phenomenal yeah, on I punt agree. returns when you don't care if he's going to get hurt because he's one of your starting three There's receivers. There's more to the Didi's thing than just than just he's not good enough. Uh, there's something else there. 
Uh, he's been hurt forever. He yeah, a, there's something else. He had a neck yeah. injury last he's, year. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Westbrook, but he's not bad, so bad that he doesn't get activated. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, Nate, not giving you trouble for the take dead right about DD. Nate, I appreciate you calling me out. I, I need people like you in my life to keep me balanced because I will get too arrogant about my takes if you don't. Christian Peregrine says, watch us get Jamar Chase, though. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. The receiver from LSU. That'd be awesome. I, I say at this point, take every LSU wide receiver you can possibly take <laughs> forever. Brent Papineau, maybe it is the system and a better quarterback that makes the wide receiver yeah, better. Yeah, absolutely helps. Oh, okay, okay, I like that. Moon Illusions, I like Sertain or Wade next year. I want Sean Wade straight because he's from Jacksonville, and I want a guy who played at Trinity Christian. Let's go. Matt G., how do you guys feel about the change from Fournette to James Robinson? Um, everybody is, is fantastic about it. I mean, Fournette had a good game in Tampa. So what? I did. He's a, did he's I think a Fournette got. A, I I think Fournette got a raw deal here. He got a raw deal because he's a. I'm sorry, millennials, but he's a millennial punk. He's been giving everything to him his entire life because he was better, faster, stronger than everybody. He had to work for it for one time, and as soon as you're not winning, you do everything you can to just be like just. That guy, man, that guy that's like complaining about stuff that like you're trying to work hard at work and it's a hard day, like it's not going well. And he's over there making it worse because all you can do is hear him complaining. That's that's Fournette. And I can't stand that guy. That was that was a good take there, Joey. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you that. All right. I, I, you may have changed my mind. I, I was thinking about somebody you, at work. <laughs> you may have changed my mind with that because <laughs> you may have changed my mind. So the good job. That, the good job, Joey. I like that. Um. Matt G, how do you guys... Oh, yeah, we already read that one. Brent Papineau, wide receivers are better because of Gruden and the game plan. I agree. Yeah. Brad Rorick, should the Jags bench Conley in favor of Westbrook later in the season? No. I've been the biggest DD fan like out of everybody. And my whole thing was that DD like, worked hard. like He was like a scrapper Like when we had nobody doing that. He... Like our, We don't mess up what we have right now, man. Bring him back. Let him return everything he can return. Maybe get him in there in some plays if somebody like is banged up or needs a breather. But outside of that, I think he should be on the squad. Like I think he should be getting plays as a returner. But no, we don't. We don't mess up what we got. I know people like Colin Johnson, and I like Colin Johnson too. But everybody loves him though. Yeah, I don't see it. I I get it. I don't see it, but I get it. Like, would we get more value out of Westbrook? And I know they're not the same type of receiver. And I know that Colin Johnson's a big framed receiver but we have that guy and like it actually kind of hurt us last week when he was like trying to snatch everything out of the air that was going to james o'shaughnessy so it's like yeah do we are we losing value by doing that like that's that would be my only question because it would seem like a no-brainer to have dd playing over colin johnson okay I'll, I'll say this if they don't activate dd for punt returns for thursday then jason's right there's something else going on whether it's health or whether it's off the field team stuff that makes no sense otherwise. Yeah. Or he has some pictures on Jay Gruden. Apparently a lot of people mm -hmm. do. Antonio McDomick, I still don't understand why we got rid of Ronnie Harrison. Ronnie Harrison's I think slow. he was just like the same who the, like Joey was talking about with Fournette. Just that part, dude. that's part just, of that group, man. Yeah, just talking jib-jab in the locker room. And and he wasn't that good. Yeah. He wasn't that guy that like could afford to do that. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Zach Becker said Fournette had a good game against the Panthers, though. I think the Titans have a better run D than the Panthers. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Moon Illusions, this should be an interesting game on Thursday. The Dolphins are kind of underrated. So, 
with that being said, nobody's brought it up and nobody's said it. There's no way they roll old man Fitz magic out there on Thursday night. Do you think we, we this mean, has to be, I think this absolutely do. has to be Tua's like coming out party. I mean, this would be a great time to do it. Um, I mean, cause you're gonna have a lot of Miami fans. It's a Florida, yeah, Florida it game. Would be a great time to do it. It's the ideal time. Yeah, it really would. But I don't, think that it happens really and they against lost our, to the bills in dramatic fashion against our defense you don't think they roll them out i mean fitzpatrick didn't have a bad game oh he's 31 for 47 328 and two touchdowns and how many picks zero how many have the first game their first game was awful though and bills have a good defense yeah, i don't know man but that, that's fitzpatrick I mean, though i mean that's gesicki is a i mean that guy went off. He went off, and the Jags don't cover tight ends well. We saw so John. So why not bring Tua out and have him like have a coming out party? I, mean, I don't think they're going to announce it until like when's the deadline? Is it Wednesday, Tuesday? Yeah, something like this that. This will be last minute, or they might. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I I I I expect to see Tua in the game. Is my call for the game, and that that's unknown. Here's another fun fact for you: the Dolphins' second leading receiver last week. Isaiah Ford from Jacksonville. From Jacksonville, was it Trinity Christian? Yeah, look at that man. So, um, another Trinity Christian. He actually went off. He had like what eight for a hundred. Yeah, he had a great game. Um, Fun fact: school I work at playing Trinity Christian this week in volleyball, and we're gonna dominate. There we go. And I'm including myself in that BCS. (laughs) The volleyball team. Volleyball team's gonna smack them. Max Hedwig. Uh, I'm sorry. Hardwick Brown says Fitzception or Fitz Magic roll the dice each night he starts. I love the guy, dude. Like he's like my favorite backup quarterback of all time. I mean, he's made like a bajillion dollars wearing V-neck blazers and <laughs> going out and throwing. Like he said, hey, 500 yards. Went to Harvard, bro. You got to give him credit. Dude, for going to the guy's like nailed it. I mean, yeah. that's the best job yeah. in football. He has no pressure on him whatsoever, ever. Yeah. But he, I mean, yeah. Journeyman, says Moon Illusions. Yeah. Uh, Christian Peregrine, and I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, Christian. I'm, if you phonetically spell it out, I'll try to oh, get it right. Just Christian P, so you don't have to worry about it. KP. I like KP. There you go. He said Ron Harrison stinks. I agree. I, he wasn't. He, he was, was okay. He was average. He was young. He's like 24. Yeah. Moon he, Illusions says Tua won't start. Uh, yeah. I, I wish he would, though. If Tua doesn't start, then he's way more hurt than anybody said he was. There's no reason whatsoever for him not to be playing at this point. I'm glad Matt G brought this up because we talked about wanting to talk about this and we haven't yet, oh, even though we've been we, on for we, we 69 something. minutes. Something fell, fell through the yes, cracks. Yes, it did. And I, and I thank you, Matt G. And I want to get you guys' thoughts on this. I'm excited. I know it is. Taking safety Kid Rock looked terrible last week. <laughs> get healthy soon, Gerard Wilson. Did Andrew Wingard do enough? To buy himself another week of starting. He doesn't have any, we don't have any choice. We, we talk about it. You put Clay Brooks back there if you really yeah, want. He's put D.D. Westbrook back there. How much worse? I mean, look, Wingard is supposed to be, was supposed to be this like all-star tackler. Like Wyoming leading all-time tackler. I'll say this. I'm here for it. I'll say this. Kid Rock's got to cut the hair off if he doesn't play better than he did. Like, you can't have hair like that and play like that. That's like wearing like white cleats, man. If you wear white <laughs> cleats, you better ball out. Here, here's what's in. Here's what's embarrassing, is he's given himself a nickname 
but then like everyone else, like Dewey, right? And Dewey's a cool, cool nickname, or whatever. But really? everyone else calls him Kid Rock. So it's like I really thought his real name was Dewey. So you've yeah. So you've tried to like create your own nickname, yeah, you but then that. like everyone else calls you like a white trash nickname. That's not a good look, man. I mean, the thing about it is, is like. If people called us the Kid Rock of Jags podcasts, Actually, how would you take that? I'm a huge fan of Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock is... Uh, I'm sorry. Dude, I take it all back then. Never mind. <laughs> I, I look at me right now, man. I look like Larry, Larry the Cable Guy. I think Kid Rock is fantastic. But okay. I think well, he mind. was in a bad position. Titans. Yeah, I would say so. And on oh, a couple of plays, he was in yeah, bad position. Bad, bad choice of words. <laughs> My point is that the Titans' game plan against him being in there knew that he was new in the position, took advantage of it. He was in the right place at the right time most of the time. But, I mean, Tannehill, dude, Tannehill would have lit up anybody we had. I don't care who was in there. That guy was throwing lasers. Yeah, that's true. Which I, I which is crazy to say about Tannehill because I think the contract they gave him was ridiculous. But after watching that game, I'm like, man, I can freaking throw the ball. Yeah, he can, and I mean, I don't. Th- you're preaching to the choir here. I've been on Tannehill as long as he did, is not hurt. Like that guy can throw the ball. Yeah, I've been on Tannehill since the beginning, man. And if you've been a fan of our podcast since the early days, then you know that that's true. It's Tannehill and Cody Kessler, man. and I'm that, talking that, that's the two guys. You know, if you just support every quarterback, <laughs> eventually one of them is going to be good. It's it, it's actually a really good strategy. You know, yeah. you just back everybody. I tried that with Bortles. That didn't work out so well <laughs> that's for me. That's true. That was the downfall there. But he would not have slid like Minshew did. <laughs> After two yards. Uh, Predator. What's up, Predator? He says, go Ooh. Jags, baby. Just joined. Have you guys discussed if you think we may make a wild card spot this year? I think we will. We have not discussed that. So I think a we will. question at this point. And I think there is a legitimate chance for it. I mean, honestly. I, I think we will. I do, too. I think we will be in contention for a wild card spot. Like, I didn't. Like, this sounds weird. And I've never been in this position as an NFL fan. And maybe you guys can, like, explain to me in the chat. Like, I've... I, the team, the Jags team, like didn't look that good on paper, and I was like, "Ah, eh, this team's not very good." But then no. when I watched other NFL games, I was like, "No one else is as good as I thought they were going to be either." Look at Tampa, the first like, game. Everyone's watered down. Yeah. So it's like this team that I thought was not good is actually like average in the NFL. And then you factor in all these injuries for these high-profile players, and now this offense that can score thirty a game might be able a team that can win the wild card and that's why i think Dude, they will. look at our division man like we already beat tennessee yeah we almost beat the titans well we he- beat the colts and then we i'm sorry we yeah, beat yeah. the colts yeah. we almost beat the titans houston has not looked that good no. at all oh they and- have played like the ravens and the, well, and the chiefs oh so two best teams in the league but yeah so, I, get, I get it i get it but yeah, they're supposed but, to be yeah, yeah. a contender as well yeah so, i mean it's like i i kind of mirror us with like miami last year with better oh. players because okay. Miami like <laughs> balled out with young guys yeah. wanting to prove themselves, just playing because they're football players, and we have better talent than that, way better talent than that. So it's like, dude, yeah, we absolutely have a chance at the wild card, which is crazy to say. Dolphins have a better coach, though. I mean, I'll say it. Yeah. I like their coach. I agree. Brett E says, do you think we should sign a safety? I think we should. I don't think we will. You don't think we will? I think at this point we've got to bring somebody in. No. I don't think it'll be somebody we want. Yeah, Daniel Thomas. Moon Illusions, Daniel Thomas. I we're not we're not trying to win this year. And I, and I know the players are trying to win this year. Well, no, year. no, let me rephrase that. We're not trying to spend money to win this year. Exactly. That's exactly what I meant. That's my dad said. Joey looks like he's a huge fan of Kid Rock. I love Kid Rock, dude. How can you not love Kid Rock? Okay, dude, Kid Rock I plays concerts in Detroit and like lowers the price of beer to $5 a beer during the concerts just so people can afford it that are like blue collar. Kid as- Rock has 
like one of the best like rap core albums of all time. Kid Rock does like, dude, Kid Rock's the man. As a person, no, not as a person. I'm, I'm as, sure like, Kid Rock is awesome. No, as a musician, a entertainer, dude, pass. I, I could bring up like non like radio release songs of his that would blow your mind. I'd rather listen to Lil Baby. What right? about what about Joe? What about Joe Dirt, man? His cameo in Joe Dirt. That's Phenomenal. That's Phenomenal. Um, Moon Illusion says Joey's nickname is K Kona. All right, I'll take that. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. But I don't I'll take get it. it. I mean, you were drinking Konas earlier, which is throwing me off. How does Actually, Moon I, know that? I don't think I've ever drank a Kona in my life. Uh, maybe I'm confusing it with someone else. You Kona, didn't, you Kona didn't, coffee? You didn't have, I don't even drink coffee. You, you didn't have a Kona? No, those were, those were uh, Sierra Nevadas. Sierra Nevadas. They're the same thing, aren't they? No. AstroSurf says seven playoff spots this year. That helps us. It does. Antonio McDomick says we can't go anywhere with this defensive line. They don't look great. Josh Allen looks good. Chazon looks good. Taven looks trash. Jernigan How does is... Josh Allen look good? Because he's the only one that's getting pressures or sacks. He doesn't have a, he's one sack in two games. Yeah, but he's got a lot of pressures. I mean, a lot of big – I mean, there's – I mean, he – Okay, I th- Josh I th- Allen's good. I think I think you're. Like, we, we can't even go down this rabbit hole. I mean, we there's, can't because no I point. think your blinders are on. No. For our defensive line. No, no, no. Dude, we've 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 basically done nothing in two games. We're only blitzing four people. We're we're just literally never blitzing. Okay, if we we can't give blitz. us some time. Give us some time. Right, I, I honestly, I honestly, I can't even. I can't even go down that path right now. Right, Josh Allen's Jason's, good. Jason's going to do a 30-minute Josh solo. Allen is good, I'm telling you. I'm not saying okay. he's not good, No, man. and he's been good this year. I'm not saying he's not good. He's getting double teamed and he's, he's still getting pressure. Okay, I'm not saying he's not doing the best that he can this year. I'm saying our secondary is so bad that we can't take advantage of the guys that are good on the D-line, and that's not going to change. The only time the quarterbacks are like getting hit and going to the ground is when Josh Allen is doing it. Sure. That's the only time. And that's as they threw like a 37-yard yeah. bomb but, to somebody. That's yeah. Wide I mean, open. Tannehill made a impressive throw as he was getting slammed to the ground by Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, six, seven seconds after they snapped the ball. Yeah, well, it is what it is. <laughs> Matt G, what uniform color combo would you like to see on there? Thank you for asking me my color combo because I'm, the, because I'm in the minority here, and I'm okay because, you know, unlike my receiver opinion – I you know I'm not gonna offend it if you attack me here. My favorite uniform combo white on white. I just think that looks so clean on any team. That looks tight as heck. I like black on white, but that looks tight. Oh god, it's it's cyclical if you think about it. Like if you or have, all black. If you watched football for any amount of time, you remember the like the early 2000s. It was all about all black. The Ravens were wearing all black. The Raiders, even the Jags. I just think our teal is garbage, dude. I'll say it out loud. That's the worst color in pro football. Which ones? The teal. It's lame, dude. Why not? Be Our like- teal now is not so it's hot. Better. The old teal no, from like dude, the 90s. It's been was- garbage since the get-go. Well, like, why not be like salmon? Like a, uh, like a coral. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know where you're more, going. What's more aggressive than teal? <laughs> so intimidating. Okay, I liked our old teal, though. <sighs> if you look... No teal jerseys on the wall. But yeah. if you look back, uh, the old teal... Just- we're amazing. We've been straight up pink. Why don't white looks clean? Why don't white is just clean? Why I like look- it. I like it on everybody. I agree. It's, and look, like I said, black on black, early two thousands. The highlight neon was the was the late two thousand tens when Oregon and everyone was wearing that like highlighter yellow. What about that color rush puke? <laughs> color rush gold. White on white is clean. It looks good. Okay, it is clean. And then you can tell who's tackling and who's not. 
That's my dad says he doesn't like the win on whites. That's okay. We can agree um, or disagree. Predator says in the Miami, Cincinnati, and Texans game, they better show up like they should. Yeah, you're right. We need to win two out of three I think of those. the Texans are better than people think, though. And Of course they are. Yeah, they are. Um, that's my dad. Again, says black tops, teal pants. Those are okay. That's, eh. Look, it's all personal preference. But if it's, you don't like one on white, then you're just wrong. Shane Watson says, I want to still thank New York for Josh Allen. Yeah, and so, you know, I have this group chat with, with a couple of Jags fans that like to, like, point out my errors and predictions. Dude, we were awful on that. That's, like, probably the worst thing we've done in our recording history. I mean, like, but it was such a shock, dude. We went offense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was the worst call ever. But and I'll own up to that. I was, I was huge on Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. And I still am, but He hasn't wow. played as well as we thought. No. No, no, no. He has not. And I think that he will adjust to the NFL speed. I agree. But I thought Isaiah Simmons would be a guy. And look, I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm not one of these arrogant guys. It was just a shocker that he was there. I thought Isaiah Simmons was going to be really good. Honestly, I hadn't even researched Josh Allen at all. Because everything said he was not going to be there when we got him. So when we got him, I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. But he's a beast. He is a beast. Moon Illusion says, how are the Raiders winning? I don't know. I don't want to check my team because I need Emmanuel Sanders to get one freaking point. And he still hasn't. He still hasn't had a single catch in the entire game, and he's playing. I think Drew Brees might be done. You can't throw the ball to Emmanuel Sanders one freaking – Oh, they did. He dropped the the, ball. Yeah, you're right. He did. The few plays that we've seen is like Drew Brees is all over the place. All right. We're up to 80 minutes. We're not going to get much out of our podcast listeners beyond 80 minutes. We appreciate you guys in the chat. Is there anything else you want to add, Joey? I, I mean, know, this, I, is, this is it, I think. I, I think let's finish with, like, what do we think is happening on Thursday night? Okay. What's your call? Good. For me, I think the Jags win, but I think it's really close. Really? Yeah. And I think the offense shows up, but not quite in the way they did last week. I think they score about 25, 28 area. And I think the Dolphins, we give up a lot of points to them. And I think it's like a one to three point game. I think we beat the Dolphins by, like, one point. So I predicted 27-28. I was going to say 28-14. Jags. Man. Just for clarification. Man. Yeah, I mean, we have some Moon Illusions says 27-21. Brent Papineau says 28-27. I think we've proven anything at this point. We're hanging our hat on the fact that Jags can score points. The only other team in this in the league at this point that scored more than us per game is who? The, That's who you think it is. The Bengals. Really? I'm just kidding. No, that's a joke. I don't know. Kansas City. Kansas City. Okay. Jags are second. Well, I mean, I hope so. Uh, but this defense just concerns me. I think, like the comments are saying, Gasecki, you know, Fitzpatrick. Dude, we have all kinds of issues and holes, but we've had those the first two games, man. We're playing a team that was is is not good at home. They're good. On a Thursday night, the Miami Dolphins are not good, dude. Astro Surf says the Packers have scored 40 points in both games. Oh, he says. Might be off on that. I did, actually, I did look at that stat before the <laughs> Packers finished last night, so I did get called out. Antonio McDominick says, don't go. I'm now going to talk to my girl. I feel that, Antonio. I feel what that. did he say? He says, don't go. You have to, I'm going to talk to my girl now. Ooh, well, you can just pretend it's not ever and start over again. <sighs> I do that all the time. Yeah, the old go. pretend game. Matt G, predict Minshew's stat line against the fence. Well, might as well. That's a good one. Yeah. Go for it, Joey. I'm going to say 315, three touchdowns, one interception, 30 yards on the ground. I'm going to say 20 for 30, 299 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Hmm. 
Book it. I like it. Book it. With that, I think that's a wrap for us. Thank you guys so much for being in the chat uh, on the live show. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, if that's how you're doing it. I do want to implore you, though, if you're listening to the podcast on the Big Cat Country feed, that you watch our YouTube shows. They're way better. You can fast forward through the commercials, and you get to see Joey in his tank tops all season. Kept it going. If that's not worth it. We're tanking for Tampa, man. You don't know value. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys in the chat. Dude, we love it with you guys. We would do this every night if we could. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, give us all the support, thumbs up, all that stuff. And as always, go Jags. Go Jags.